What's going on, Packers fans? Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Tuesday, and there is absolutely nothing going on with the Green Bay Packers, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about the green and gold, because that's what we do here. We're devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide, whether it's like the hot ticket or whether they're totally forgotten about and the Brewers are playing and no one's thinking about football at all. We're here, people, for you. That said, I'm probably going to take a week off pretty soon because there's nothing to talk about. Even Brandy's in the comments sections talking about how she's running out of questions for the Packers. I mean, Hayes in the barn. This is their squad. This is who they are. But you know what you need to do? This is what you have to do. You got to check out Ticket King. Make sure you check out Ticket King. Get your tickets for Packers games this year, people. Ticket King has been based in Wisconsin since 1992. Their Green Bay location is just across the street from Lambeau Field on Oneida Street. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and are members of the National Association of Ticket Brokers. Most importantly, they are staffed with experienced, friendly, and knowledgeable folks that can help put groups together and offer advice. And your business is truly appreciated by each and every person at Ticket King. They also partner with the local Green Bay businesses for tailgates and bus transportation to the games. And they are open on game day for last-minute tickets, upgrades, and they even have a drive through window. So check them out. Ticket King, people. You can find the link in the description of this video or cheeseheadtv.com has a link there on the homepage. Or you can use the Cheesehead TV app. Go to the schedule on the app and we have links to each individual game. That's what I'm talking about, people. Get yourself some Packers tickets through Ticket King. What's going on, people? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hope everyone's well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a shout out to Joe Jackson who had this question up at 4.15, 45 minutes before I went live. Joe Jackson was here. And by the way, Joe Jackson, you don't know what you want. Do you know what you want? Or something like that. I can't get what you want. That's what the song is. Or Stepping Out, another classic. Joe Jackson, man. He's probably underrated as a pop musician. He's, he's a phenomenal songwriter. Who will be the starting offensive tackles week one in Minnesota? Your Packer takes are the best in the biz. You Thank you for all you do, brother. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for uh, checking out the stream. Who will be the starting tackles? I mean, we all are on pins and needles about David Bakhtiari's availability, right? I mean, that's the question. thousand percent. Because if Bakhtiari is good to go, it's clearly Bakhtiari on one side and Yash on the other. Now, if Bakhtiari is not good to go, (sighs) then it's most likely Yash at left tackle and let the chips fall where they may at right. I mean, I think it'll be a fun uh, camp battle to watch, but there's no doubt it will be a battle. And I, to sit here, you know, on the cusp of July and tell you that I know who's going to win that that battle, you know, before I even see any of these young guys in pads and some of the second-year players trying to improve and make a jump. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I, I had a good handle on it. Um, I know Cole Van Landen was running there at right tackle some during the offseason work. Doesn't mean a whole lot. Wow, you're in shorts. I mean, don't ever forget, Ben Braden was running with the ones at times during last offseason stuff. So, you know, everything we saw throughout OTA's minicamp doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot, but, you know, it gets maybe an idea of who they want to look at and things like things of that nature. But, um, yeah, it, it's all dependent on Bakhtiari and where he's at and his health. So I'm coming down on the side of, 
I'm not worrying about it until there's something to worry about. And until I get there that first day of camp and we get some kind of alert or announcement or tweet or what have you that David Bakhtiari is going to be placed on the physically unable to perform list, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not even worrying about it. He is going to be the left tackle. That's it. Done deal. So there you go, Joe. Bakhtiari and Josh Schneider. Joey the Jaguar says, no need to worry. I can step in at right tackle if needed. Well, that's good to know. Big B is here. What's up, Big B? You ready for that big brewer showdown down in uh, Florida tonight? Hope you're hope you're ready, big guy. Matt says, Christian Watson is gonna ball out. There, I said it. Matt, that's a it's a bold statement, man. I mean, who knows what could happen? Anything could happen. He could very well ball out to use the parlance of our times or he could legitimately struggle or he could do something in between we shall see all i know is that packers fans especially those who like to utilize twitter on a daily basis will be level-headed and take the long view there's no doubt about it there will be no knee-jerk reactions calling him a bust a wasted pick none of that will happen absolutely not that is not what Packers fans are known for. Good to know. David says the pads will tell all. I mean, I don't know if they tell all, but they tell a lot. I mean, you can do anything and everything in the offseason while everybody's in shorts. It doesn't mean a bit. It doesn't mean a thing. You do it when the pads come on, then we'll talk. Uh, but Soder, what's up, man? Good to see you. Hope to see you tomorrow on the uh, happy hour, bud. Not so good second level run blocking limited Jones splash runs. Saw flashes of what could have been in that last game in Detroit. Dylan was a better fit in 2021, maybe not so much in 2022. That's a really good kind of observation, Soder, in the sense of, you know, there was a stretch there. It was like a two or three week stretch where it was very clear that Dylan was in more of a groove, especially coming out of the, um, the single back stuff out of the gun than Jones was. And some of that, as you're pointing out, was because of, the inability of this, you know, I'm not going to say decimated, but definitely beat up offensive line. The guys they were putting out there, you know, obviously weren't as talented as their frontline guys. And yes, uh, you know, there were a few kind of instances along the way where you could definitely tell, you know, plays in 2020 that probably busted open for 12, 15 yards. were going for four or five yards because that linebacker or that safety on the second level wasn't being taken care of. The guard, the center, whoever wasn't able to peel off of that double initial double team block, get to that second level and allow Jones some room to operate. Now, all of that said, I think giving AJ a little bit of short shrift here, I think AJ can make it work regardless of the blocking. I think clearly he's better suited if there is someone in his face, he's going to run him over. He's a physical guy, no doubt about it. But I think you give A.J. Dillon some next-level blocking, he's going to bust some runs. I Look at that, the, his longest run of the year last year um, down in Chicago. That's a well-blocked run, and he almost houses it. You know, I, I think you know, A.J. can get the job done. But to your point, I do think if they are healthier up front and get a little bit more continuity going, yes, you'll see Aaron Jones probably get back to busting a few big ones uh, a lot you know, more often than not, certainly didn't see that with any regularity last season. I was just watching the Cincinnati game, and, man, he had a big run in that game. It was just mwah, so good. 
<laughs> Robin. The O-line is easily made perfect. Just clone Elton multiple times. I like it. I'm all in on this idea. I'm all in on it. Uh, Joey is a beast out there. You better believe it. I am so ready for this season. Ken Dog, I feel you, man. I got my tickets booked for, my flights booked for training camp. I am so in pre-camp mode right now, and I am so ready to watch Packers football. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we got like a month to go to go yet it's kind of so wrong what's up buddha twitch followers are starting to ramp up i know we went up we were at like 20 and then like 50 and now we're like 77 or something like okay come on twitch what's up what's going on hey speaking of twitch i will be taking on daniel patreon member on the twitch channel in madden tonight at 6 30 eastern so be there for that if you're interested in watching some dudes play madden I think another great D lineman will further unlock Gary's game. Brandy, I think there's a potential for everything around Gary to help him kind of take it to a next level, right? Don't ever forget, pass rushers especially are not beholden to, but they are certainly augmented and helped with great coverage. And if you've got Jair out there for the balance of the year, along with, you know, Stokes and Razul Douglas, etc. You make that quarterback hold the ball just a second longer, Gary's going to be cooking with gas. So uh, I think everything lines up pretty damn well on paper right now for Rashawn to have a monster year. Now, he's got to do the work. I always say it. It's up to the guy to make, you know, make those bones, take advantage of that situation. But everything kind of coalescing, not just the secondary, but as you state, you know, get, get a little bit more talent up front. You start creating some problems along the defensive front rather than, you know, that offensive line, that quarterback being able to slide coverage or slide protection one way. Yeah, I think, again, it lines up for him to have a big year, but he's got to do it. He's got to make it happen because the opportunities will be there. Dennis, what's up, man? Good to see you. Hope you're well, man. Nagler versus Big B would be an epic Madden game. Just saying, Big B, I'm here, buddy. You're a Patreon member. Let me know. Get on the schedule. Let's go. Oh, wait, you're probably a PlayStation guy, right? So that's probably why you're flapping your gums, because you know you can't play me, because you've got a PlayStation, and you can't handle this heat. I get it. I I know what's up. Mm. Oh, what's up, John? Uh, what's up, Nags? Here's your plug. I'm looking forward to defending a last year win. When are we going again? John, just message me on Patreon. That's the quickest and easiest way. We'll set it up. Uh, Jay Western, what's going on, man? Was sickening how many times we saw Preston Smith covering receivers on the boundary under Petten, LOL. Okay, I think our memories, there's a little bit of a Mandela effect, I think, with the idea of Preston being split out wide. I think it happened like three times tops and once was just because someone went in motion and they were a strict man call and he had to go out on like i just think we're all like because it's so egregious and we're all like what that we have played it up to make it sound like and feel like it happened all the time under pet i didn't happen all the time it happened a few times that's it matt thank you so much for the super chat buddy really appreciate it no one has given yet today, so here's the beers. Well, that's very nice of you. I think there was one earlier, but no, that's really nice of you. Thank you so much, Matt. Greatly appreciate it. Hey, man, I look, no one can super chat. It's dead of summer, nothing going on. Totally get it. I understand. Uh, there are, like Brandy said, there are very 
precious few Packers questions at this point in time, which is like I said, I think I'm pretty certain I'm going to be taking next week off uh, 4th of July week um, just because, you know, there's not a whole hell of a lot going on. Now, if there's news, Packers make a trade, somebody gets arrested, hopefully not, knock on wood. Yeah, I'll, I'll do some something live. But, you know, the hay is in the barn. And then after next week, a little shout out to our, uh, our regulars here. We're going to be bringing back Packers trivia. So be ready for that. That's going to be a lot of fun right here. Don't forget to use those hashtags. Oz is here. What's going on, Oz? Hope you're doing well, man. Nags, excited about London. Just got dual British British citizenship. Going to celebrate with a win over the G-Men. Danny, congratulations. That's dope as hell. I would love to be a dual citizen in between the UK and the US. Hell, between you and me, I may just go move become a UK citizen regardless. But, yeah, dude, that'd be dope. So congratulations. That's great. And absolutely. Let's uh, let's throw down in, in London in October. It's going to be a lot of fun. What's going on? Packers trivia for the plug. That's right, John. You better believe it. Um, if you did an x-ray of Rashawn Gary's chest slash rib cage, you could find a pit bull in there because he's got that dog in him. Steven, that's, uh, that is well stated, sir. I think you are correct. can't freaking wait i love it i love it oh wow callum with a off-topic question but at least it's sports related who is your favorite american tennis player just watching serena man i gotta be honest callum i have not watched tennis proper in ages in decades really i used to watch all the time when i was a kid my dad and i used to play every weekend um my my dad was a member of the local racket club in Appleton and we would go every Saturday morning and play and I'd play with some other kids and he'd play with his friends and, uh, and we would always watch Wimbledon. Wimbledon was like a absolute tradition every summer. Um, I grew up loving Yvonne Lendl. He, that's how long ago it was like, that was the last time I really kind of paid attention. Um, outside of that, I saw, um, Andre Agassi's final victory at the U S open here in Queens, um, which was amazing. That night was incredible. So I know mean, I've, I've, you know, dipped in and out here and there, but yeah, I haven't paid attention in a very long time. Um, but the Williams sisters are absolutely fucking incredible. And I mean, if you're talking about just the most dominant, you know, athletes of their generation, you can't go wrong with either one. But um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched tennis in a very long time. But shout out to Yvonne Lendl, who I always wanted to emulate when I was a kid. It was a lot of fun. Uh, whatever happened to Mike Neal? Clayton, I believe that's a new Broadway musical coming this fall. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I know he was implemented in that uh, that investigation into HGH back in the day, um, which may have hurt his prospects as far as being able to sign on with another team. But I haven't uh, heard high nord hair of him. Mike Neal, who I think, if I remember right, I think Mike came on Packer Transplants back in the day. I can't remember. Um, my choice, Stokes or Shields? Wow. Uh, well, John, that's hardly a fair choice at this point, just because, you know, Shields has a body of work. Uh, and you know, Eric Stokes is coming off a rookie season. So 
I think Stokes has all the potential in the world, but right now you got to say Shields. Um, but that doesn't mean that Stokes can't reach that level or even greater. I think he's got all the ability in the world, all the athleticism you could ever want at that position, the speed that you cannot teach. I mean, I'm excited to watch him grow. I'm excited to watch him develop. But he's got a long way to go. He's got some stuff to learn. There's no doubt that he did yeoman's work being thrust into probably more playing time than the Packers were planning heading into last season. Um, but, you know, there's a lot There's lots to work on. And that baptism by fire last season should definitely help him heading into 2022. No question about it. Uh, Pat Riley, what's up? I, I like the hair gel. No Bears quarterback has ever thrown for 30 touchdown passes or for 4,000 yards. Packer quarterbacks have thrown for 4,000 yards 17 times, including Dickey and Barkowski once each. Yeah, the Bears have not had much luck at the quarterback position, and we all know they still suck. Um, But they've had lots of good defenses and lots of quality special teams play. Hasn't translated to championships, though. But yes, they have been uh, bereft of talent at that position. No doubt about it. And shout out to Lynn Dickey, one of the most underrated performers and NFL quarterbacks of all time. No doubt about it. <laughs> Brandy. Jay Cutler threw to threw for 4,000 yards to Packers. <laughs> Bears still suck. There you go, Buddha. Twitter getting in on the action. Yeah. I love it. What else we got? What else we got? I love Bears still suck. Just resonating through the comment section. That's good stuff. Stokes didn't blink last season for a rookie. Impressive. Agreed, Matt. I, that's what I'm saying. Trial by fire. No doubt about it. And he had he had some some tough asks that I think he stepped up to for the most part. And obviously, the outing in Minnesota will be pointed to as far as like probably his roughest week. I do think some of that was scheme related some of that was him being overzealous at this matchup with justin jefferson etc um i'm anxious to see the rematches i cannot wait see that go down again michael thank you for the super chat very much appreciated super bowl 32 was on nfl network last night watched the whole thing for the first time since it happened when i was eight nothing like reliving childhood trauma you were eight for that man i feel old now i'm old um, yeah, I got nothing to add other than, yeah, yeah, it's a tough one. No question about it. I mean, I don't know what's, uh, I mean, I guess I do know, but I, the whole idea of what was tougher to watch, you know, the meltdown in Seattle or the Packers losing a Super Bowl, you would think it'd be the Super Bowl, right? But I'm telling you, I'm telling you that Seattle loss was worse for me. It is so bad. So bad. Thanks for uh, thanks for that pleasant memory and that trip down Amnesia Lane. <laughs> um, let me see. Did you see his interview with Jim Rome, Stokes' interview a bit ago? I did not, Matt. I got emailed about it. I get kind of alerts for all of Packers' appearances on the Jim Rome show, but I have not watched it yet. But I will make time to do so. Absolutely. Um, Super Bowl Thirty Two was mega disappointment. The run D just ran out of gas. Yeah, the, they definitely, you know. Knew what they were doing, they being Mike Shanahan and knowing that Leroy Butler was the one they needed to take care of. They they were very smart about it, no doubt. Nothing has been or will be worse than Seattle. Steven, I cannot disagree. 
it was absolutely a low point of being a Packers fan. No doubt about it. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel, either on YouTube or Twitch. Please, please, please tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh.